Good evening, fantasy footballers and degents across the world. This is the Championship Formula with your host, Mike Plymel. Sitting to my left, doing his best kumbaya, is the Cajun Raider, Mike Wielden. Listen, guys, if I was an ice cream flavor at Baskin Robbins, I would say confidently, ain't 32 mother effers better than me. Okay. Thank you. That was inspiring. Yeah, I, feel, I mean, well, I feel compelling. Really good now. I yeah, didn't. Thank you. You said it with a lot cream. of conviction. You did. You did. Okay. You've been working on that. Yeah. Yeah. Cam All Newton. Newton. Cam Newton. Oh, Cam he Newton. said that. Yeah. That Cam. makes me makes me like it less. Yeah. Kearney, Kearney posted, and it said, "Here's the 32 guys that are better than you," and it was every quarterback in the NFL. Okay. Possibly. He's I don't probably know. in the low twenties. Low 20s. Oh, yeah. oh, yeah, I think we're spot on. Sitting across from me tonight is the casual, Mr. Josh Kenny. Ladies and gentlemen, just happy to be here. Yes, he is. Always happy, happy to be him. here. <laughs> and sitting to my right, finally here from his McDonald's debacle where he went to four of them to find a milkshake that was finally available. Those damn ice cream machines always down. Here he is, Vinny Gonzalez, the nation. You know, that sounds really good. I went for nuggets. I want to clarify that. But the milkshake sounds amazing. Go Team Cuba. Very proud of you guys, even though you lost to Team USA in the World Baseball Classic. They did wow. their best. That's they all did. you can ask for. They did well yeah. to get that to that Were point. you looking for a shamrock shake? Is that what it was? Oh, my God. I love those. Those are good, man. Do they have those right now? Yeah. They're just seasonal. Oh, yeah. St. Yeah. 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 Patty's it's Day. that time normally. But I didn't see it. I didn't see it advertised either. It's got to be there. They've Real. probably got like three days left on those uh, shamrock milkshakes with the Oreo, little Oreo pieces. And right. Mm-hmm. I went to Mingo Malley's and had a shepherd's pie, and I thought it was really, really good. Yeah. Did you get it, it with the uh, the mac and cheese on top, extra cheddar? No. Oh, they then put, you didn't have it the good way. They put breadcrumbs on or something, like some sort of... It's uh, I think it's a mashed potato. On top of the shepherd's pie, no, no, it's, it's mashed definitely potato. mashed potato, but there was there was crumbs of something. I want to say it was like breadcrumbs on top. Breadcrumbs. Like Did you at least get the farmhouse cheddar on top? No, they gave me a side of um, buttered cabbage. Yep. Mm-hmm. A little buttered cabbage. It's okay. Cabbage, Take it away. Cabbage doesn't taste like anything. No. You know what I mean? It, yeah. It's no, not, it's like it's not like it's it bad. It's like not toilet good. water. It's just, I nope, wouldn't say toilet water because no. I wouldn't I wouldn't eat it if it was toilet water. It, but, it would be like a side of Caesar croutons. They're just kind of crunchy bread right. pieces. Like, hmm. Well, right. okay. Thanks. Yeah. That's that's a good description. Not toilet water. No, that's dumb. <laughs> <laughs> well, it has been a while. It's been a couple of weeks since Way we've been here. Yeah, last week we had some uh, issues arise. Medical, technical, physical, metaphysical. We had life. ghost life. Life got in the way last yeah. week. So we're going to try not to let that happen again. We tried talking Mike into hosting a one-man podcast. He and, refused. Uh, he refused. Only, he, only because I wanted to do it naked. Yeah, yeah, that was the that it. was the deal breaker. Yeah, because yeah. he would have done it in my house, which would have been the weird thing. And he kept trying to take the microphone into the bathroom. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> yeah, you're trying, do you trying to do it right on the toilet. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been the weird part. So, guys, what's new and exciting? Mike, you got anything going on? Have you got any squirrels out back? Uh, anything new? Been arrested lately? 
No, no, no. Birthday. Um, we had my daughter's birthday. Actually, we've got some birthdays coming up in we a do. couple of weeks. We do. Yeah, we do. April sixth. Yeah. Very special day. And April fifth. Right. A- yeah. April sixth. April sixth. April fifth. No, April seventh. So we got April sixth with Cajun Raider. April sixth with the casual. Your birthday is April sixth. Yeah. Yeah. And then April seventh with the nation. Yeah. Wow. So what I would like to do is maybe we can get together and go to a gay strip club. <laughs> You can go by yourself. I'll cheer you on from the I don't seat. Know, I don't know why you act like this when we go on air. <laughs> I don't understand. So I'm the only guy dipping uh, dipping my dollar bills in the drink and throwing it at him so it sticks to his chest? Just yeah. like this show. You're the host, man. You guys can do a live um, podcast from there. Yeah. I mean, listen, if we do a podcast from a gay club... <laughs> I'm pretty sure that'll get us on air. That should get us syndicated. That should. That should make. Yeah, that that should. That's the I winning bet you formula. No one's done yeah. that. You just. You just. A lot of it. listeners. Yeah. You, you always ask me, "What am I doing?" Well, that's I've what just you've been thinking of. Yeah. The idea, man. I'm sorry, Josh. It's, it's all I got, man. It's all okay. I think about. Oh man. Wow. Gay strip clubs. All we think about. I like yeah. it, Josh. Josh, what do you what do you have going on? Nothing compared to that. Uh, <laughs> I'm just I'm just lucky to be here. So. Uh, <laughs> The fact that I'm not going to a gay strip club with you guys is second tier. Okay. All right, wait. That's the, the date is TBA, so I, we'll let you know. Yeah, you go ahead. Yeah, thank I'll you. Mark it, I'll make sure to not mark it on my calendar. That is wild, though. We got April, 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 back to back to back yeah. over here. Man, I feel left out with my March fourth. Yeah. Well, I mean, you're actually. It, we're all pretty close, though. We're yeah, all within right? about a month. Yeah. You know, that's pretty cool. And that's in this podcast should not work with these types of like well, birthdays. Sometimes people get a little upset, you know. No, the, the no, a, no, a Pisces is very agreeable, very, very docile. He uh, goes with the flow. We're all so you're, you're the glue. Yeah. You're the glue. You're the glue guy. Yeah. You're the glue guy. Yeah. God, I'm good. <laughs> yeah. <Damn. laughs> Vinny, what's going on? All right, so uh, I think we heard Vinny went down to the WBC down in Miami. Tell us about it. It was awesome, man. It was electric. The atmosphere was really cool. And um, Cuba hadn't been to Miami to play baseball since the 60s, so it was historic. There was a lot of political tension for a lot of reasons. But the game itself against USA, I knew they were undermanned. They only had a couple major leaguers. But I wanted to go there, being Cuban-American first generation, to see the team live. I thought it was a great opportunity. I got a good seat. And it was just a great atmosphere, man. The flags, the music, the cheering for both sides. I couldn't lose. You know, I'm Cuban-American. So it was Team USA, Team Cuba. Absolutely. It was just a great experience. You know, it's sad what's going on down there. But it's nice to see Team Cuba advance that far with the kind of roster they had. So I had a blast. I nice. wish you could have came. I, 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 for those that don't know, Plymouth is a baseball guy. And, you know, Josh, are you into baseball at all? I used to be when I was younger. Who, who's your fo- team? Cardinals. Cardinals. I still follow them. Right, Mike, you're not occasion writer. You're not. No, so. I was a Houston Astros fan. Like, early. now would be a great time to be them, even though they cheated a couple years ago. But that's right. okay. Yeah. You know, but nonetheless, so um, you would have had a great time. I mean, I guess you would have too if you like baseball. It was just a, a pure baseball event, man. Just awesome. Nice, awesome. Yeah. Mr. Plumali. Did you uh, do anything recently? I actually yeah. did. Oh, my God. This weekend was great. We uh, got to go to the Innings Festival over in Tampa. And that was a two-day event. We got to see the Imagine Dragons, nice. uh, Dave Matthews, Pitbull. You didn't have to imagine them. They were no, just the dragons, They were actually. just the dragons. Okay. Um, <laughs> we got to see Weezer. 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 Wow, cool. Yeah, absolutely. We got a few autographs. Ray Langford. We, we missed out on Boggs. We missed out on... Uh, Cecil Fielder, who we actually didn't even get in line for, so did we really miss it? He missed out on you. Yeah, he missed out on me. He had the opportunity <laughs> to hear me say, I'm from Melbourne, look. But uh, I didn't have to do that. 
And uh, apparently his fat ass was sitting in a chair the whole time. Couldn't even stand up. So, <laughs> which would have been funny. You can three minutes at a time. Three I minutes. That on Google, yeah. Yeah, I mean, when you weigh 400 pounds at 5'11", it's tough. <laughs> it's really tough. You got to wear special, su- special shoes, special socks. Lieutenant Dan is my special shoes. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> what about Pitbull, man? Like, I love Pitbull. It's incredible. Yeah. It's awesome, you know, it's funny. He even played songs that weren't his, that he collaborated on, but, and it was like a video playing behind him, and his dancers were out there, and he was kind of like moving with it, but it was an incredible show. Yeah. Uh, he really is extremely he entertaining. Like a, yeah. He seems like a great guy, man. Pit, the Pitbull you guys know and listen to now is like a real all about entertainment, the suits, the dancing, the hype, the crowd. But the original Pitbull that came out from Cuba, he was he was really a a, a rapper, a, a true rapper and a street rapper. So he evolved when he met Little John. Little John told him, he said, no, oh, this is not your lane. You need, you need to leave this. You need to go into this lane with the entertainment, the hype. The, the, the crowd pumping. I like how music. you're using his formal name. It's not Lil little. John. Yeah. It's Little John. <laughs> I like it. Yeah, I like, like it. Cortland, little John. Cortland Sutton. Like little, you're, you're mad little. at him. Like, little, little John, get over here. <laughs> little John. Or as, as people would say, Pequeño Juan. <laughs> like, hey, he's Pequeño my real Juan. <laughs> Yeah, it, it was a great show. I'm so glad we got to see it. We've been looking forward to it for a couple months now. So it was it was great. Best yeah, cool, Who is the best... Short answer. Who's the best person all weekend that you saw? Oh, yeah. This is a 305 in my Only eight. one team makes the cut. Who is it? It's got to oh, be Pitbull. Oh, you yeah, know, man. weirdly enough. He's going to say Weezer. No. It really, it was the one that shocked me. Uh, it was actually, we didn't know the first three songs by Dave Matthews. I'm not a huge Dave Matthews guy. He's a little quirky. It's not really rock. It's kind of a hipster type of music. There was... Um, a song that he did, which was, uh, not saying it, it's not, I'm thinking of Ants Crawl In. No, it wasn't Ants Crawl Dance Ants Marching. No. He did a song, it was finally like the fourth one he knew, but getting to that, it was incredible. He is such an entertainer. He looked like he was genuinely having fun on the stage. He had a couple horns out there, he had a guy on keys, drummer. It was musicians on stage. Oh, so yeah. it was an act as opposed to just... A song, right? And it was a little different than what you hear on the radio. I was completely entertained. Not that Imagine Dragons wasn't great. It sounded pretty much exactly like the CD. Voice was great. Everything was crisp. It was just they were playing the songs from the CD in front of you. Mumford went on. It was more acoustic. Nicole loved it. I really enjoyed it. But there was parts of the song that need they you need that uh, right. to, to get the song across. It was more of an acoustic type of performance, but Dave Matthews, I, it made me change my mind a little bit on Matthews, and I, I think I would you. go back. I told him before, I said, Dave Matthews, I hear, puts on an amazing concert. Yeah, he's I know one song of his. I only <laughs> know song. one song. <laughs> Crash <laughs> into me. Yep. Crash into me. I don't know. I just don't know. No, he, they're like, he blew they're, your nuts they're off, for real. He? Yeah. He was really good. Because they're legit. Like, they're like the roots, right? Like, they have a exactly. full-blown, like, 
Yeah. It was. It's real music. Yeah, but he, he was even funny when he got out there. It was like 50 degrees, and he's out there with a scarf and a jean jacket. He's out there like shivering. He's like, this is not what I planned for. <laughs> you know, he's out there like, I, I'm not even sure if I can go on. And then he's ripping everything off, and he starts, you know, playing. It was it was really good. That's I'm cool, glad man. I got to see him. Nice. Awesome. So, uh, having said that, guys, we have left you hanging on these wide receivers. We got a draft coming up. We got like 10,000 free agency moves. So we want to get these wide receivers behind us. We're going to try and skim through them because next week we're going to be giving draft ups, draft updates, free agency updates. In the next couple of weeks, we're actually going to be posting the championship formula projections. So it's going to be our first, edi- first edition of this. It's going to be a collaboration of the group. Um, and we are actually going to... Mike is showing me a note. He's writing it. Mike, your butt looks good in those jeans. Thank you. Wielden, really yeah. helpful during the podcast. Thank you. But uh, I, I thought it said I still love David Carr. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's funny. It that's looked like there Derek was a little too. Valentine's Day candy super glue to that piece of paper <laughs> next to Derek Carr. Yeah, it's weird. But uh, yeah, in the next couple of weeks, we're actually going to give projections. We're not just going to do points per game, but actual projections, yardage, touchdowns, catches, everything that you're going to need going into the draft. This is going to be debated. Um, if we can get some callers up here, if we can get some yes. emails, yeah, yes. that's what we're looking forward to to get a little debate to see uh, wh- how we can help guys. So it's gonna be it's gonna be fun. And Next ladies. couple weeks is we and ladies, ladies of course, always help the ladies. But it's gonna be a lot of fun debating this stuff and seeing where everyone falls. Uh, some of it's gonna be heated. Some of us are not gonna agree. Uh, Vinny's got a lot of guys on his dynasty team. He's gonna protect those guys and stand behind them. I have Kenyon so, Drake. Uh, <laughs> some of them I might. Some of them I don't know. Um, but yeah, that's uh yeah Kenyon Drake for those of you out here he's basically worthless. His you don't dad, have to protect them anymore. Yeah, Kenyon Drake, Mr. Drake, he actually dropped Kenyon from his fantasy team. So that's pretty much confirmation. So can you? It's time. It's time. It's time. It was a good run. It's a good run. I'm willing to trade. Okay. He's still invited to the cookout. Who are you willing to trade? Can we have a list of available players? Oh, Kenyon Drake. That's it? Is that no, where the list? Yeah. No, so I, what you need is an offer, and then you need to figure out if the player is available. No, I, I would not give up my fifth-round pick for Kenyon Drake. I'm sorry. <laughs> no. No. no, I definitely would not either. Who would you give up for Terry McLaurin? Oh, I love nice the segue. I love the segue. Guys, to start it off, ADP number 15, Terry McLaurin. Going into the season last year, he finished at number 21, respectable, 15 and a half. Didn't lose much value. Was a little sporadic. Came on a little bit later in the year. Taylor Heineke. Uh, that project is done. He has signed elsewhere. So I'm assuming they're going to have a rookie quarterback coming into this year. I can't imagine that they're going to stick with the guy they drafted last year, which was Howell. You don't think they're going to go with Sam Howell? Sam Howell? I just don't see it. Maybe no. it's just me. No. I mean, but... Could it be Best case camp? scenario, does Terry McLaurin eclipse 15 and a half points per game with Sam Howell? I think he's quarterback proof. He he just finds ways, man. He's okay. just one of those guys. He's that good. I think he can get 15 and a half with it, just about anybody. Okay. Look, you know. yeah. Carson Wentz, he's going to take that bet. He's like, I bet I can knock it down to about 13 and change. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Terry McLaurin's a guy that's not going to take a step forward, especially with a new quarterback. He's been very consistent as far as targets, receptions, yards, air yards touchdowns he's he's the guy that two years ago we thought was going to take that leap and just ain't going to happen i don't think he's good he's solid but he's not going to win you a league based on his draft position right 
Okay, so he went number 15 last year. Are we comfortable taking him still as a number two this coming season? Somewhere Absolutely. in that sure. 18 to 20 range, just a nice, solid number two, not hurting anybody. Just plug him and play, Okay, and he's going to be consistent. What's Where do you think he tops out at? Best case scenario, where does he finish? With a rookie, probably about 15 points a game. Okay. Yeah. Everyone's comfortable with that? Yeah. Yeah. All right, so you heard it here first. Terry McCorrin, do not draft him as a number one. Don't do the stupid thing and reach. Wait for him. Get the value. Make sure to take him at number 17. Yep. No. No need to reach for Terry no McCord. He's going to be sitting Occasion. there. I'm gonna All right. So the next one. guy is going to be a little more. <laughs> next guy is going to be a little bit more compelling. He's he's kind of like a slightly older Terry McCorn. Uh Very talented. DJ Moore. Hmm. Was with Carolina last year. He actually was drafted. Average ADP was number 14. Would anyone like to take a guess where DJ Moore finished? last year let me take a guess because i don't have that list in front of me i don't know 20, um 24 oh is that what you're telling me nope okay nope. he probably finished what uh 10 11 points a game oh points per game are you asking points per game uh either one if you want to give me a points per game or where he finished in the overall rankings of wide receivers 13 points per game. 13 points per game well you have it written down you cheater <laughs> <laughs> is that really the answer yeah Oh, yeah. well, I was going to say he was like number 30. Very good. He was actually number 34. He finished at 12 and a half points per game. Believe it or not, he's actually younger than Terry McLaurin. That's weird. DJ well, Moore feels like he's been in the league for like five years. Why don't we ask you about DJ Moore? I want to give you an opportunity to protect your dynasty asset. Oh, here we go. Yeah. So here we, we go. talked about protecting wow. players. Spotlight's on me. Go on. Protect them. Nice. So I did, like, I did like DJ Moore last year. So I thought it was a little high at number 14. I got him for a pretty good value in Dynasty, so I was happy where pretty much wherever he finished, 35 did not make me happy, though. Right. He goes from Carolina to Chicago. He goes to the de facto number one with Chicago. I'm going to be happy with 12.5 points a game. For me, if he can finish as a low-end number two, high-end number three, I'm going to be very happy with him. What would you accept for DJ Moore oh, in here trade we go. in Dynasty? Here we go. I would not accept a trade for my Chicago Bear, DJ Moore. That's why. Oh. That's the only reason, though. Yeah. If he wasn't a Bear, how much would you have accepted for DJ Moore? How much should a Dynasty owner pay for DJ Moore? You have him as a high-end two, low-end three. I'd probably need somewhere in that pick between 11 and 15. A second-rounder. Yep, I could do a high end. Uh, if it was a early second rounder, I think I would take that for DJ Moore. Now with the Bears, though, I can't imagine current, current year, next year, year after, doesn't matter. I mean, as long as he, I, I don't like trading away the Bears. I, I've kept da- David Montgomery. I've we should kept really, Herbert. we should really separate our emotions no. here. No. No. You should really try to think <laughs> no. outside of older my bears. That's not happening. Because if they're your bears, you know they'll be your bears at four and twelve. They they'll be yep. your bears at twelve and four. Nope. It's okay. I should have dropped Komet last year, but I didn't. Why didn't you drop Komet? Because he's he's on the Chicago he's Bears. Bear. I needed him. <laughs> I needed him. I got enough space on my team that I, you, I have room. Would you like another tight end? No. I have enough tight ends. <laughs> That's that was a loaded question. He has a bunch of tight ends. <laughs> I got enough. He has like but yeah, a ton. For, for next season, that's where I'm feeling for DJ Moore. I'm thinking a low low end number two, high end number three. Are you feeling about the same? Do you think he has more upside than that as a number one in Chicago? I don't want to answer that question. Oh, I see him trying wow. to offer a trade. I, I don't Still. want to answer the question. 
Mr. Wielden, yep. where are you feeling? Yeah, exactly what you said. So about number 25 for yep. next year, yep. Josh? Yeah, he's a wide receiver three in my book. Yeah. Okay, so a little bit lower maybe in that 30, 35 range? Somebody else is going to get all jazzed up about him before I do, and I'll take somebody else like, a, right. I don't know, Terry McLaurin? I mean, Justin Fields averaged 150 yards a game passing. Yeah. I mean, someone has to catch 150 right. yards. Hulkman can catch 20. Dar- Darnell Mooney 40. can catch 30. Darnell Mooney, about a 30. And then we'll throw in some for the running backs here and there. Okay. You know, I mean, 150 yards a game. He has to take a step forward. That's it. I yeah. mean, you have to see a step forward. Otherwise, He's not it's going hard. To. It's, it's hard not to project. Happen. For me, I could see probably coming in averaging around 60 to 65 yards a game. Probably end up with the seven to eight touchdowns, somewhere in the 80 to 85 catch range. It'll all come out in the next right. couple of weeks where we're projecting, and you guys can make your adjustments. Right. But that's it. He's going to be would right you like, where he has Would you like a formal been. offer for your Chicago Bear DJ Moore on air? Sure. I like this. Are you going to Are you going to approach it w- taking the Bears out of it? Because if you keep the Bears in it, there's no chance you would You tell me what offer. the offer is, and we'll see if I can kick those Bears right to the side. So you want my offer to kick the Bears to the side? I wouldn't give you a first round pick for him. Okay, how early in I, the second are you? Um, I'm in the middle. I'm not. I'm right in the middle. So I'd be, I'd be number eighteen. I'd be seventeen or eighteen. I wouldn't be fifteen. That's probably going to be a little low. That's real. I'm, I not, really I'm think, not in your league. I would want two second round picks. Wow. Well, that Josh, you're going to find it hard to make that trade in that <laughs> league. But I get it. I understand. Um, yeah, at number eighteen, I. I I've already got a count of who I'm thinking, and we'll, we'll be talking about this in the next couple of weeks. We kind of know we're going with the draft picks, but uh, well, it would it wouldn't be this year though. Oh, that's the other kicker. You could ask you. I said, would you do a year? And you said, yeah. So, but regardless, I, you know, I it, DJ Moore was a first round pick before the season started last year. I mean, people would have given up. People would have given up a first round for a sure. late a late first rounder. They would have yep. given up like ten, eleven, or twelve. So he hasn't fallen that much. If the value is pick 11 to 15, he's only fallen a couple spots. A few spots, man. Okay. Well, That's I'll it. keep that in mind. I'll keep it in mind. But the next guy, he's going to need a little bit more than pick 18. Uh, last year, he was the number 13 wide receiver drafted on average out the, out the door. That is going to be Jamar Chase's running mate, Joe Burrow's. Uh, I don't even want to say his second favorite target because there are times when that is his dude. And that is going to be Mr. T. Higgins. Uh, everyone loves that name. Cincinnati ownership has came out and said, we are not trading T. Higgins. You can suck my big toe. And uh, last year he finished at number 20, 15.7. So just slightly below where he was projected. 15.7. That feels about right i'm sure there's a little room for improvement there's also a little room for a step back if tyler boyd's completely healthy if someone that replaces joe mixon is not a true three down back so there's there's a few things that could happen 15.7 though with the information at hand does that sound about right yep he's as consistent as they come i love it 110 targets 70 catches a thousand yards. Right. That's been right where yep. he's at for the past three seasons. Yeah. Is he going to take the step forward? No. I don't see anything on the on on the team he, or yeah. any of the moves. Do you see any that catalyst would... that's going to do that? No. Everything's pretty much status quo. Whoever they get to replace Mixon is probably going to be as good as Mixon or maybe a little worse. Yeah. Mixon's still a solid running back. He's not that old. 
So, and he is a three down back. He's got great hands. Vinny, 15.7, good for you. I don't think Mixon's going to get a resign. I, I think, I'll say this. If Austin Eckler goes anywhere besides the Chargers, it would be Cincinnati. Oof. And I think that would affect the receptions okay. for everybody so else. So that would be a big asterisk. That would hurt. If Eckler signed so, with Cincinnati, Higgins only, would have to. I see Eckler staying with the Chargers. I've said it. I, I just, I don't think there's a real market for him to get paid. I think the Chargers will work something out. They'll sign a little dummy extension, yeah. give them some money, and then everything will be cool. But yeah. if Joe Mixon gets let go, Austin Eckler comes in and changes things. My problem with T. Higgins is a lot of times, like in drafts, people miss out on Jamar Chase. And then they're looking to draft a number one, and they see T. Higgins in late second, early third, and they make T. Higgins their number one. But I, I don't know for sure. I have to pull up the stats side by side. But it just seems like when Jamar Chase has a really good game, T. Higgins doesn't. And then when T. Higgins has a good game, right. Jamar Chase still finds a way to have a good game. Yeah. That's why Jamar Chase is a real number one, and T. Yeah. Higgins really, to me, is a spike week you know, number two with high-end upside no. so i like t higgins and you can do a lot worse than have him as your second receiver i just sure. don't want to build around him as my number one right. if i can avoid it that's all for sure no knock on him yeah. the numbers are really good 110 targets like josh said consistent efficiency too. he catches a lot of touchdowns he catches passes over the yeah. middle down the sideline big plays he's involved so and, you can't hate on him and not to mention just, they just signed like a a, a, a tackle that's going to protect Burrow right, better. Right. Yeah. They signed another offensive lineman. Orlando yeah. Brown. That's always great. Yeah. yeah. Jonah Williams oh. is crying now. He doesn't want to play uh, right tackle. He wants to stay over on the left-hand side. I'm not sure what's going to happen there. They're both under contract. I'm sure they'll work something out. But uh, Big boy's crying. Yeah, for sure. Mm. Yeah, what? something would happen to happen. If something happened to Chase, though, that's a whole different story. Right. Yeah. That's the only catalyst I see yeah. where... Yeah. You know, but other than that, I think you're going to get what what you see for the past three years. That would 100 percent change things. All right, so guys, before we get to our next guy, uh, which is going to be the start of the number ones in standard scoring format, we are going to take a very quick commercial break. And I just want to remind everyone that you love me, that I love you. Okay. And I also love Mr. D's Delicious Pizza. I I do. I know. You knew I was going to say that. Yeah. They are actually the home. Of the drizzle. Yeah. Home of the drizzle. The yeah. island boy slice. Yep. Um, maybe, I'm an island boy. <laughs> maybe the greatest pizza ever to be made. It's debatable, but uh, some feel that way. Yeah. Yeah. I feel so that way. So if you're in the area, Vieira 95, stop on by. On it's a golf a, cart. On a golf cart, because that's mm-hmm. what everyone in Vieira drives. It's yeah. right behind Long Doggers. And uh, stop in, say hi to Mike, grab a slice, grab a soda, and... Don't forget to tell them, hey, I heard about you on the championship formula. Insist on that 10% discount. Insist that he presses that little button. Give him a high five. Ask for some drizzle. Nice. All right, guys, we'll be right, right back. And we are back. Thank you for hanging around for the second half of this episode. And we are on to the number ones. Josh, do you know who the number 12 wide receiver ADP was last year going into the season? Joshua Palmer. It was not, but it was. That was a great guess. (laughs) Great guess. It was a a very good friend and teammate of his. That's going to be Mr. Keenan Allen. Damn, I was so close. So close. (laughs) So close yet so far. Keenan Allen was drafted ADP number 12, which is a bit of a shocker because he was scheduled to miss a little time, and he ended up missing a ton of time. When he was on the field, though, he was incredible. He was number eight at 
almost 20 points a game. Going into this season, he's going to be 31 years old. He did restructure his contract so that he is going to be with the Chargers at least this season. Mike Williams, we have him penciled in for missing 4.7 games. Keenan Allen will be an absolute stud in those. What are we looking at? Do you feel comfortable at 19.4 points per game, Mr. Gonzalez? That's a healthy average. I like it. The question is health. If he could stay healthy, he's a steal. But for me, I'm I would prefer to draft Keenan Allen is a number two, so I need him to fall a little bit because I got concerns about his health. And Top 15 still? That's it. Yeah, I think so. I, for me, he's like number 14 or 15 probably. That's where I want to draft him. Okay. Josh? You know? I'm exactly where Vinny is. I mean, I, I don't want to even take up a bunch of mic time trying to say it. I love Keenan Allen. I feel like this is the year that he takes a step back, whether it's injury-related or not. Wilden, how about you? Nope. I don't like him. You don't like him? Nope. He's in my division. Is it because he's bald? or No, because he's going against him in his dynasty division. I, he's on my team. Oh. So uh, he doesn't like him, so that's good, because I still get to keep him, and he's not going to make me ridiculous trade offers. <laughs> I'm going to say this right now. I think Keenan Allen finishes top 10 this year. Total points wow. and points per game. That's and a hot take. Not be, uh, it's, I don't think so, because if you look at his average over the last three or four years, that's probably right in line. I just think he has one more season left of very solid numbers. Does he hit 19.4? It could be pushing it. I think high in the upper 18s. But I think he stays healthy for 14 or 15, maybe 16 games, and he's going to be just fine. I do think this is the cliff, though. I think at the end of the season, this is going to be the time where guys in dynasty leagues are probably going to have to start looking to make other plans. It's no different than Devontae Adams, Stephon Diggs, yeah. DeAndre Hopkins. Those guys are all studs still, and they're yep. the same age. It's just health. Can you stay healthy? Can you yep. stay on the field? Because he has every opportunity in the world. For sure. All right, so that's going for Keenan Allen. Next guy up, Jesus, what a disappointment this guy has been. Um, went into the draft with a lot of fanfare around the world. Coming in at number 11, projected to be a number one wide receiver. He was not even close that is going to be former stud michael Pittman. are we blaming matt ryan no no i'm actually i'm going to defend you're gonna, you're michael gonna Pittman. blame jeff saturday i'm going to defend michael Pittman. i i think michael Pittman is a number one receiver and he was proving everyone that drafted him as a number one right with matt ryan in the lineup early on but the wheels fell off they benched matt ryan they brought in a bunch of other guys and it destroyed Michael Pittman. To say the talent's not there is not true. The talent is there. But, again, if you don't have a quarterback throwing you the ball, this is what happens. But when you drafted Michael Pittman last year, and I was one of those guys and I wasn't alone, you had high hopes for him because of the talent. And he showed out early on. Uh, but a debacle in Indianapolis sapped him, man. All Just right. have a great season, man. Well, he finished at number 27, so he actually finished as a high-end number three. Average 14 points a game. Realistically, he's going to have Bryce Young slash Will Levis slash C.J. Stroud slash Anthony Richardson. Slash wow. Lamar Jackson. Yeah. I mean, right. that, I guess that is a possibility. Oh, wow. um, you would like to think that one of those guys are going to be throwing him the ball. And uh, if it's Richardson, Jesus, God help him. He's not going to get but like maybe seven or eight catches because the rest are going to be over his head or at his knees. <laughs> but uh, if anyone else goes there, he could have a real shot at making a little bit of a comeback or could be some real rookie growing pains. We're at 14 points a game to set the bar for coming into this season. Vinny, 
your hot take, does he surpass that number? I have to see the quarterback as of now. I'm going to say he's probably going to have a ceiling of 15 points. Okay, so he's a number two, low he's end number, number two, two for you. I would still draft him as number two. The upside is tantalizing if they get the right quarterback. This guy came out early in the season, man. He dropped a 30-burger right away, missed week two, and then a week later dropped 15, and a few weeks later dropped another 30-burger. It's there. It is. Just need better quarterback play. Josh? I'm, I'm in on Michael Pittman. I think this is where you can get him out of value because his season last year. So, obviously, I'm not jumping for Pittman like – Mike would, but if he falls and he becomes number two territory, I love the upside there. I'm with Vinny. Wielded, hit me. No, actually, I would not reach for this guy. Okay, like, so he finished number 27. Reach for the sky. No. Can you oh. f- can you grab him as a number two, or are you waiting only as a number three? Yeah, number three for me. Okay. He won't even be on your roster, I can tell. Look at yeah. that face. Yeah. No. No. So unfortunately, I don't even like the, the even Colts right now. Like they have to figure their stuff well, out. Jonathan Taylor is solid for the Colts. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, gotcha. Uh, for those that don't know, Cajun Raider has Jonathan Taylor in Dynasty. Huge JT nice. fan. Huge he just shit fan. on the Colts. Mr. Plamali, where do you stand on Michael Pittman? Because you've been a truther for him for a little while now. When he Are came you still out, a truther. I still love his potential. Unfortunately, I don't think they're getting C.J. Stroud. Right. And I would say I would not project him higher than a number three wide receiver coming into this year. Oh, so there we so go. the real question is... He, no, I'm not trading him. That is... Oh. Do you like him better than Do you think Alec you can Pierce? hit the value for him now? Because, um, because of the season last year. Do you think that his value has dropped to where you could maybe sneak a pick with him? I, I would absolutely think that you should be drafting him as a number three. And that if you can get him at later than 28, 29... You've got the potential for more. I personally think he barely finishes as a number three receiver this year. What is his trade value Um, in Dynasty? On that Dynasty episode, we will probably break that down. I would like an answer. (laughs) Uh, What is his draft capital? Wow, Vinny's trying to strike a deal with you. It's probably close to a mid-range number two. What he thinks? It's probably close to the number eighteen pick this year. Right. Yeah, you'd have to move up to this year. That's expensive. That is. Do you like him better than Alex Pierce? Because you love Alex Pierce. I love Alex Pierce. I mean, the guy's done shit his whole NFL career, but you love the guy. I would I like do. you. I would like you to get Shots off fired. the wide receiver nuts of Indianapolis until you can give me something. I don't understand it. I will How can you, you like both guys? How can you like both? I just like him. I can't well, help it. There's he, even be a no I like T. Higgins and I like Jamar Chase. Right, right, but they I actually have a quarterback. I liked Adam Thielen and Stephon Diggs. They, they actually had a functional quarterback though, in yeah. Kirk Cousins. I mean, but yeah. Indianapolis doesn't have a functional quarterback. That's the problem. Oh, yeah. Anyways, it's moving true. on. It, it's, it's a side <laughs> joke. It's uh, a side that's note. an inside joke, everybody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so uh, the next guy up on the list, man, what dividends did this guy pay? Number ten, AJ Brown. Uh, Mike Vrabel hated seeing A.J. Brown at the top of the fantasy rankings. He re- it really bothered him. It bothered him at the draft because he knew what was going to happen, and he was absolutely right. A.J. Brown killed it this year with his uh, best friend, Jalen Hurts. Been friends for many years. Um, I think they've shared wives and girlfriends throughout the years. <laughs> uh, that's the rumor that was going around. Uh, but he was drafted at number 10. He finished at number 7, just under 20 points a game, just ahead of Keenan Allen, at 19.5 points per game. The only thing that's happened to Philly this year is that they lost Miles Sanders at running back, but that's okay because they got 14 more in the stable. I'm sure they're going to roll those guys out, and this offense looks like it's it's clicking. 
Yeah. It, it, I, something I don't see. Nah, he's, he's a... I don't think the Eagles are going to be dominant like they were last year in the run game. I think they're going to take a step back, even though they have guys to roll out there. Because it's just so hard to repeat that level of success they had. I'm actually going to swerve here. I think Hertz is going to have to pass a lot this year to keep up and score points. I don't think they're going to do it in their traditional ground and pound. Okay, I think so, the league will catch up to him. So AJ Brown finished with nineteen and a half. Give me a quick right. projection. That's that. That needs to be probably his, not his floor, but not his ceiling. His his safety net, we'll call it. I think okay. he has more upside there if they top throw five? the ball more. Yeah, I definitely think he cracked the top five. Okay, I yeah. think him and Devontae Smith are going to be wide receiver ones, and I okay. think AJ Brown will go into that top five echelon. I mean, so AJ Brown was number seven last year. Right. He would only need about three more points a game to get up to number five. Right. You're you're feeling that though. You're liking him I as am. a top five. AJ Brown makes he stamps it. I'm elite. It's the way AJ Brown plays. He doesn't have to stay on the outside and catch bombs. He exactly. can come inside. He can go over the middle. He can run a slant. He can take a handoff. Big body. He can bully you. He yep. can go on high pointed. Yeah. He's physical. He has great hands and he stayed healthy last year. For Remind, sure. He kind of reminds me of To man. Just right. Like, Big that's, body receiver. A lot of guys remind you of T.O. Yeah, that's, that's yeah. your guy. That's your go-to. Right. That's you, a good um, cop, though. You know what my that's favorite thing cop. about A.G. Brown is? In 2016, he was drafted by the San Diego Padres. Did you guys know that? No. Wow, I didn't. no. Okay. No. All right. Wow. Carry on. What he position? Is, uh, so he's a real athlete. He's a real athlete. No. Uh, it doesn't say. But um, he is somebody that you can uh, definitely build a foundation for your team on. Absolutely. I love him. Yeah. Well, it's for throwing out. Some stats about A.J. Brown or some cool stuff. I think you guys know this, but if you don't, for those hearing, they all played together at Ole Miss. Elijah Moore, A.J. Brown, D.K. Metcalf. Ole Miss, man. Ole Miss does a great job of finding these all three like, of them. freaks of nature. Wow. They were on a roster at the same time. Could you imagine that? Right? That's incredible. Think about that. Yeah, ridiculous. That's nuts. Yeah. So AJ Brown, cool. I think everyone on this podcast is in on AJ Brown. It feels yeah. like right. nineteen and a half is a very good four for him. Right. Yeah. I don't know if he breaks that uh, twenty two, twenty three range, but I would be very comfortable drafting him as a number seven, eight. I mean, I don't know if he's going to fall that far, but seems like that's a great pick. Here's a healthy number, and I love one hundred forty five targets. Yeah. That's right. wide receiver that's one stuff. That's it for sure. Yeah. Ooh. Well, so the next guy, he is the he's the guy that's probably he. Probably fell off the cliff this past year. He went from a pretty good situation to a horrible situation, and even last year didn't do that well. He was his average draft position was number nine, and this is going to be Mr. Tampa Bay Buck, Mike Evans. If you started him in the first round of the playoffs, he dropped a fifty-two burger. Do you You're remember all about that? burgers today, man? Fifty-two point so burger, hungry. bro. Think about that, fifty-two. That's a lot. Whew. If you take out that game, where did he finish? Because he finished at 16.7. Yeah. What's that dropping down to yeah. about 15? Yeah, it just wasn't a Mike Evans type season. No. The whole Bucks team was out of sorts, man. But, I mean, Baker Mayfield's there to save the day. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So. I, I told you this off air. I think he can actually, he, he can maintain two wide receiver ones. Okay. He can because he's done it before. So, he is. Well, no, no. Let me rephrase that. Not wide receiver ones. He can support 2,000-yard receivers. Okay, I'm that's sorry, what not I was about to say. 2,000-yard uh, okay. receivers. He's done it before. He did it with Jarvis Landry and Odell Beckham in okay. Cleveland. If he did that there, he can do it in Tampa. So Mike Evans finished number 15 this past year, right. high-end number two. He was drafted as a an elite wide receiver one. Are his wide receiver one days over? 
Absolutely. He's a mid tier number two. I wouldn't draft him as a wide receiver one. I draft him as a wide receiver two with spike week upside. Okay. So, so uh, are you comfortable with number 15? Probably or, not. Okay. Probably I, not. I am, I am absolutely in agreement with you. I think that there's probably, I think for me, he's probably a low end number two at this point. He's probably in 20 that 20. To 24. He's a mid three. He's let a mid three for let me. Let me go ahead and, yeah, let me go ahead and take, give my hot take. Yeah. Mr. Pittman has a better season than Mike Evans this year. Yeah, Ooh. I would agree with that. Yep. Yeah. I don't want to say anything. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like when Josh does something like that because then you got to show your that, cards. That's what I think. I like it, though. I like what you said. I think Devontae Smith finishes with better numbers than Mike Evans. How about that? I think that's an easy call. Yeah, that's come on. Easy one. All right. Well, sorry. I was trying to make it easy. Although Devontae take. Smith looks like a piece of loose leaf. He does. He's, he's fragile as fragile can be. All right. Well, here we go. Some of the big boys coming up. Number eight off the board, switch teams in the offseason. Ended up being the number four receiver, but I got to tell you, it feels like he finished higher than that. This guy stayed healthy. The Cheetah, Tyreek Hill down there in Miami. 22.2 points a game. Anyone that traded for him or acquired him in the offseason? Any two guys that may have, one may have acquired, one may help the other guy acquire. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. You know, in our dynasty league. Incredible, incredible season. He finished at 22, but the real question is, can he stay healthy for another 15 to 17 games and finish at 22 points a game? Mr. Raider, I'm going to let you field this one. Man, it's scary. I've uh, I've owned this guy like in several fantasy leagues. Like, I thought you were going to say you were scared of cheetahs. <laughs> <laughs> and it's just, it's so hard He's to watch scared him. scared of girls with cheetah print, bro. <laughs> Those are New Jersey chicks, right? Yeah. Uh, well, we, we don't have time. Go ahead. <laughs> Love you. No, it's just like he scares me, man. When you watch this guy play, it's like he's so small. And it's like when people finally do catch him, and they blast him, it looks like he's going to break in a million pieces. And so You've I'm said just, that before, but it's such a contradiction when you say it every time because you used to tell me the same thing, and then you traded away literally like your whole draft capital for the next 12 years. Right. Right. He secretly lives in so, love with them. I mean, you're right. I agree. He does look fragile when he gets taken down, especially when he was in Kansas City. I didn't see a lot of that in Miami, though. He didn't have a lot of scary moments in Miami. He did have an ankle, remember, against Buffalo. Right. But that was it, and he, he came back and played. Right. But I agree on that. He did look like one of those guys that was, oh, my God, you got to hold your breath when he gets tackled. Okay, yeah. so if real quick. catch him. <laughs> so real quick, Devontae Smith is six foot one seventy. Same, same situation. 6'170". Yep. How tall and how big is Tyreek Hill? 5'10", 170. Yep. I, Tyreek Hill is 5'10", buck 92. Wow. He's wow. Solid. I was going to say, Tyreek, to me, does not look that skinny. He's, he doesn't look he, fragile to me. No, he it's does not look. Height. It's the height, man. It is. He's the a little height. bit shorter. He's just so damn explosive. Bro, did you guys run, see him run track? He just, I did. He just ran the, uh, was it the 100 meter? Yeah, yeah. like in, with the world, like the USA National something. Right. He almost, he almost got, he, he got within like 0. .3 of the uh, national record, man. Yep. Something crazy like that. I thought it was like a replay from his earlier days. No, that's now. Bro, if, that, that dude just laced him up and went out there and ran like yep. whatever. If Al Davis was still alive today. He would yeah. kill people to get him. He would kill people to get him. Yeah, speed absolutely. Kills, he loves speed, man. Yeah, absolutely. So for next mm-hmm. season, are we still viewing Tyreek Hill? He's an elite guy. He is definitely a top six. Yeah, I, I'll trade him. I'm kind of scared, man. I've asked you. I've asked you a few times. Okay. And you and you and you don't let me make offers. You just look at me funny. Uh, look at you. I'm so Josh, scared. I don't top know six. if he repeats what he just did this past season. Is it because man. of injury or 
situation. 170 targets, man, 120 catches, 1,700 yards. That's hard to repeat. It that is. is. It is hard um, to repeat. I think he resorts back to the mean. You're probably looking at a little over 100 catches, probably 1,300, 1,400 yards, but still easy wide receiver one. Still a good wide receiver The problem is you're going to have to draft him as the number four wide receiver to get potential number seven numbers. Correct. Can, can we get Cajun Raider to tell us maybe what he might be worth in a dynasty league? Mike, go ahead. I need like a top-notch running back, man. Oof. All right. Well, after the show. Um, Vinny. Yes. Are you drafting him at number four? Fourth no. receiver. All right. Top six. No. no. A.J. Brown or Tyreek Hill? No. I would say AJ. <laughs> yeah. I would say AJ Brown. You uh, would take AJ Brown over Tyreek Hill? It's a coin toss. If Tyreek Hill into the fell, second round. Yeah. Into the second round. You've got both guys on the board. Your first pick was uh, a running back. Yeah. Who right. are you taking? I'm taking AJ Brown. Yeah, me too. Go. I'm taking AJ Brown. Me too. Okay. But it's close. It, it's and it's I'm probably leaning more AJ Brown because I own him in a dynasty league. So okay. I like to have players across different leagues I could root for. Okay. So that's how I tie break some things if I think the projections are close. Okay. I don't know who else might do that, but that's something I consider sometimes. Two players I really like, if, do I own the other one? Or you can take the other approach, which is let me change it up, man. Let me put my eggs in different baskets. Gotcha. I prefer all the eggs to break or all the eggs to hatch. So I keep it all the same. That's yep. just who I am. you know. I like my eggs in my ball sack. Okay. Right. Nice. Well, there we go. And at number seven. Going into last season was San Francisco 49ers wide receiver coming off a breakout season the year before was Mr. Debo Samuel. Yes, I love this guy. Go ahead and continue. I love it. Like he's a gadget player. I mean, you get so much production out of him. What is the what's the position he coined himself? Wide back. Wide back. Wide back. Give me that all day long, man. Do you know what Debo's nickname is? Um, I would maybe say uh, hunch, yeah, keep it clean. hunch hamster um, <laughs> flack line. No, it's actually Debo. Debo's uh. not his real name, so <laughs> you lose. Oh, okay. Go ahead. Uh, anyone would take a guess at how many points per game he finished with last year? Mike, why do you always look at your notepad? <laughs> Every time he looks at his damn notepad, you're out of here. You guys Josh, are looking at 12? your computers. Finny? I'm not, I'm, when he's asking questions, I'm not even at, looking at uh. stuff you would think I'd be looking at. You know, I'm on the hub. But um, Debo? 13. He averaged 13 points per game. Well, you give me a chance to answer, bro. <laughs> Damn it, man. That's so, dude. So, Debo Samuel did finish at 13 points a game. Uh, right. The year before, he was over 20. <laughs> and sorry. he was down in the mid-30s. It's hard so, to get excited about him, Mike. I like Debo. I yeah. like his style. It's just, it was always hard to repeat what he did two years ago. For sure. And now it's even harder. You got Christian McCaffrey exactly. in the backfield. Yeah. You know what I mean? So is 13 oh. his floor or is 13 where he should be? I think his floor is 12 and his, his, his ceiling is probably 15 again. His okay. wide receiver three. He's a wide receiver three. And I'm three. taking Michael Pittman over him again. Oh, okay. wow. Yeah. I like Pittman, man. I, I like I like this vibe you're giving Pittman Josh. had 141 targets this past season, almost 100 catches. That's wide he receiver just wasn't, one territory. He just wasn't getting... Um, Target-wise. Yeah. His yards per catch were, were lower than they so should have been. Sure. Okay. So, Debo, for you, are you okay with 13, or do you do you like him more than that? Are you in the 15 points per game guy? Yeah, I'm in the 15 points per game. All right, so game. you're taking him as like a number two. Yeah. He's okay. taking him in the first round. Don't let him fool you. Number one pick He gets overall. his guys. Okay. I get my guys. Yeah. I mean, he gets all he of them. He gets everybody Jonathan he Taylor, Debo Samuel, 
I like nice. what you're. I like. I'm gonna draft like three players in the first round. Then like, he's gonna light up a cigar, Mike Ditka style, and say, "I'm done. I don't even need anyone else." Yeah. Auto, auto draft. Auto draft. Auto draft. Yeah. I mean, he'll still get his players. Still get his players. Still good. What about uh, you, Mr. Plymo? Where you at on Debo? Yeah, Debo. I, I'm feeling 13 points a game. I think Christian McCaffrey kind of killed uh, any real sky high potential that he had. I also don't know who the quarterback is going to be. Is it going to be Trey Lance rushing for That's 1,500 yards? Are we talking Sam Darnold's going to start off the season for the first five or six games? Either one of them I don't feel great about for Debo, and I think there's better options on the field. Even Kittle is a better option than Debo. Did you smell that goat? Yeah. Oh, the goat? Tom Brady. You pass on somebody like Debo, Colin and you Coward pick up someone again. like Terry McLaurin. Colin Cowherd said he is sourced, you know? and he has seven sources telling him that Tom Brady is considering the 49ers. Wow. Wow. Now, if that happens, that would obviously well, change. We, we got to change oh. a lot of things. It would yeah. change. It would change. It would change the draft. First of all, we all get money together. We pool a futures ticket for the NFC Championship game and the Super Bowl, and we don't act like pussies. We all put in a lot of money, and we go and do it. And we just sit here and watch it happen because the Niners will win the fucking NFC, bro. They will win the NFC with Tom Brady. I Hands believe down, that. dude. I'm I in. believe that. I'm in with you guys. So you're quoting the casual's daughter, Reagan. What like, did I say? Um, I what, how did I quote Puss in boots. Puss in boots. Yep. Yeah. All right. So after that, we now have C.D. Lamb. He was number six. He was drafted to be an elite. Hi, Brandon Cooks. <laughs> did did you call that last week or two weeks ago? Somebody called it to Dallas. Wasn't that you? That was not no, me. I, I had mentioned about maybe D-Hop ending up in Dallas. Because they, they were talking about D-Hop in Dallas. That was one of the spots they were thinking about. I don't think it affects Lamb at all. Me neither. No. So, I mean, Lamb last year finished with 19 points a game. I think he was a number one. Cooks. I think it, he was a number one wide receiver. I don't know that I draft him at number six. I I know I'm on the outside looking in. I'm going to draft Keenan Allen over Ceedee Lamb, and I'll be I'll be in the minority on that one. I draft AJ Brown over oh, him. Wow. Um, I'm going to draft Tyree Kilo from Stephon Diggs. Here's why everything that you're saying doesn't matter. <laughs> Why? Because Michael Pittman's no, going no, for he's on cow- Dallas. There's a cowboy homer crazy, that's going to yep. jump on him. Crazy cowboy oh, yeah. fans. Yeah. There's two of them. He finished at number. He, he finished as a number one wide receiver. He's going to go in the top seven to eight wide receivers. So unless you're willing to yeah. to draft him top eight, you're not going to get him. That's as all the potential is there. He's incredibly fast. He's incredibly tall. He plays for Dallas. If you want him, you're going to have to take him at number eight or maybe even number seven. Right. Bro, He's going to be too rich for me. 157 targets. That's good. Damn. Very good. But I can count six guys over him that I would take without hesitation. But do you think that Cook's would take some of those targets away. No. We're assuming the Cowboys will be able to run the ball with Tony Pollard. I know Tony Pollard is good, but Tony yeah. Pollard is small. If something happens to Tony Pollard and they cannot run the ball in Dallas, getting 157 targets is going to be a foregone conclusion for C.D. Lamb. There's yeah. no Dalton Schultz. And Brandon Cooks, it's a good move for Brandon Cooks, but it's not going to hurt C.D. Lamb. Right. C.D. Lamb is going to soak up probably more of Dalton Schultz targets as it stands right now. I think C.D. Lamb is a bona fide top five Without a doubt, he's definitely ahead of he's ahead of Keenan Allen for me, and I do think Keenan Allen's going to miss games. So if he misses games, that that's toast. You know, right. he's not going to be able to. Now, will AJ Brown have a better season than CD Lamb? That could be close. Jamar Chase, 
that could be close. Stefan Diggs, that could be close. Tyreek Hill, that could be close. Justin Jefferson, that could be close. But he's in that conversation. That's the point. For sure. He does. He's yeah. with he all is. of them. Yes. You know, he's with all of them. Devontae mm-hmm. Adams. Did I say Devontae Adams? You did. He, he's there with Devontae Adams. You know, so. And we haven't even got to Cooper Cup. Yeah. yeah. Oh. So, I know. Here we go with number five. You just mentioned him. Stefan Diggs. He was one of the very few players that absolutely matched where he was drafted. He was drafted, drafted number five. He finished number five. Is there anything that we that we're seeing any reason at all? I, I don't care about Isaiah McKenzie. I don't care about Cole Beasley. I don't care about who else they have. Devin Singletary, whatever they got, James Cook. They just brought in Damian Harris. Is there anything that we're seeing that would I lead saw us to believe that uh, D Hop is possibly going to Buffalo? That would be a really weird fit, but that means to me that Gabe Davis is going to be is going to be down in the pecking order. I don't want, that won't affect Stefan Diggs. But I've heard that for D-Hop at so many places this offseason. I don't put any stock into it. I think he's going to the Patriots it. still, man. I still think the Patriots is the If spot. he went to Buffalo, it would knock him down maybe two points a game. I'm not going crazy. Right. But I think his ceiling, his ceiling of 22 would be would probably be in that right. 19 to 20 range. Still I, yeah. incredible, I number be, one. I wouldn't be concerned so much about Diggs. My question is, would D-Hop be able to get his numbers in Buffalo? Like, because Josh Allen locks on to Diggs a lot. For sure. And it's crazy. He had 154 targets last season, but I watch all the Buffalo games because I have Stephon Diggs. Stephon Diggs comes off the field a lot. Right. I don't <laughs> know if you guys noticed that. Did you, Are you okay? it? Did you just eat DeAndre <laughs> Hopkins? <laughs> Are you okay? Yeah. <laughs> Holy smokes. Yeah, someone's going to have to kiss him to turn him I back into a prince. I heard Josh used to be a registered <laughs> nurse, so he has his nursing degree. <laughs> yeah. If something goes sideways here. I specialize in frogs, though. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah it's not a vet, Benny. Come on now. Yeah. I'll just kick vet. him in the chest a few times and hope he starts breathing again. Holy shit. Holy shit, bro. Jesus. So, well, anyways, so, we're, we're not on Hopkins, but Diggs, yeah, you're right. I wouldn't worry about that. And I think Diggs is in line to have another monster season. It's what Buffalo does. The only thing that could hurt him is what hurt him last year down the stretch was Josh Allen's elbow. Yeah. It hurt him in the short-term throws, right? For sure. It didn't hurt his long, long yardage didn't throws. didn't require surgery. It required right. rest. Any reason to take him? It did a little. It hurt him. But for this coming season, any reason you would take him, at, like even think about waiting till after the number six receiver off the board? I want to be in that draft. Okay. So I can get him after number six. Okay. That For me, cool. he's probably a top six. And I, if he was the number six receiver, I'm taking it at number six. If he's number five and I, that's where I feel he is, then that's where I'm going to take him. Safe as a comment. It, yeah. it really is. Consistent. I mean, actually, the next few guys really are. The, the number four was Devontae Adams, who, strangely enough, finished as the number three wide receiver. It didn't feel like that, right? Right. He just did it on a team that really wasn't making the noise, you yeah. know? Okay, so Jimmy G is there. Darren Waller is gone, and he was pretty much gone last year as well. Um, wow, 180 targets last season. He required a lot of targets to get he those numbers. got 100 catches on 180 targets. It's not a great, that's not, not, that's not a great percentage. Jimmy G is probably going to throw a little bit less, a little bit more accurate. He's going to take a few less chances than Derek Carr did. How do you feel about Devontae Adams this coming season? Do you draft him as the number three wide receiver off the board? I'm trying to do math. That's why I'm looking at you strange. That means he only caught 55% of his targets. That's bad. That's really bad. Yep. That's really bad. I like Jimmy G in real life. I like the Raiders in real life. I think the team gets better and wins more games. I think Devontae Adams definitely will take a step back. He's not getting 180 targets. No way. Right? But if he still gets 140 targets, 150 targets, and he can catch maybe 70% of them, 
right? 65, 70%. He'll be fine. He'll still be a bonafide number one. I think Devontae Adams ultimately just helps Jacoby Myers finally break out as a true wide receiver too. Okay. Josh, where do you have Devontae Adams for this coming season? Still a number one, top easy. eight, top four? E- easy top number one. I don't I don't think he's going to get any worse with um, Mr. Garoppolo back there. Like you said, he doesn't, he doesn't throw the bombs, but uh, he's going to be accurate. I'm taking him right where he is. Number I'm four. very I'm very comfortable taking him there. All right, Wielden. You've got the Raiders. Here we go. Where do you like him at? Here we go. Give me a number. What he, wide receiver does he finish a, as? For those that can't see, Cajun Raiders disturbed. He's disturbed. Does he's, he finish as a top eight? No, I'm, I'm, I'm taking him in the second round if he's available. Okay, so that would probably put him somewhere in the number eight wide receiver range. That's where they should be going right. in the second round because running backs are going to go. There's going to be some crazy Yahoo that takes a quarterback. Yeah, you Mike's could. Right. Uh, you could definitely get him there. I would take him there. Yeah. Okay, second uh, round. So I don't you think there's anything it. wrong with that. No, top eight? Absolutely not. I'm actually right there. I'm in agreement. Yeah, I'm actually have him as a number seven wide receiver overall. So it's not like it's a massive fall. I just have a couple guys that I would take over him. He looks so pissed off that you're talking to him. <laughs> including AJ yeah. Brown. I have AJ Brown over Devontae Adams coming into this yeah, season. I like that too. So that's probably where I differ from some guys, but if you want to crown him, then fucking crown him. Oh, crown him. Yeah, yeah. number two thousand air yards. Yeah. Uh, I'm 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 still okay, I I'm to, a buyer. Okay. Well, Josh, then. Mike, Cajun. I just want to say one thing. If I could switch places with one person for one day, I want to be Jimmy G in Las Vegas, and yeah. I want to go to that brothel. Yeah. Did you hear about the <laughs> brothel? Absolutely. They invited yeah. him. They invited him, and they said he has free sex for life. I just need it for one day. I just want to go to the Bunny Ranch. <laughs> um, if I could work that out for our birthdays, uh, I'm sorry if any of the wives. Free. You know what? Forget it. Move on to the next segment. I, I have that next in my guy. I retract every everything. <laughs> Katie, Donna, yes, I'm really sorry. So, Nicole, Mike would never do that. We are out on this idea. Next up is uh, quite possibly the greatest receiver in the game. Uh, he just hasn't had the numbers to back it up as number one this past season. That's Jamar Chase. He finished number three in the ADP. Cup and Jefferson were drafted ahead of him. And he finished as the number six at 20.8 points per game. Is this his four? Does anyone else agree that this is his floor? 20.8. I can't imagine him falling anything less than that. Vinny? No, 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 not at all. His floor is definitely 20. He also has room to grow. I'm trying to pull up the stats as I'm talking to you, but I don't think the reception numbers have been there yet. He's been like 80 receptions. Yeah, no, he's you more know, of a big play guy. J- I got it. 81 in 2021 and 22-87, although he missed games. He was on his way right. to a 100-plus reception year. So the receptions are going to be there probably this year. Now we're talking, is he the number one, two, or three overall receiver? Right. Yes. Yeah. With better protection, too, on the offensive Right. Yeah. No, more opportunity for Joe Burrow to get the ball to him downfield. Yeah, there you right. go. But the receptions are going to be there. The targets were at 134, and he missed games. And yeah. he still had more targets in his rookie season when he had a buck twenty-eight. Yeah, I mean, for me, he is going to be at twenty-two and change a game this year. I have him at top four. I do have him leapfrogging a couple guys, including uh, who we'll get to very soon, uh, Cooper Cup. But also, I have him leapfrogging uh, Devonte Adams. You hear that? Yeah, We're talking about frogs again. <laughs> <laughs> Breathe. Josh, Breathe. Any, Jamar Chase. No, top, I'm all in. Top four. Easy. 
Are you blowing your fab budget? I just want to know now. I just need to know if I need to get involved or not. <laughs> and Jamar okay, Chase. We're, yeah. we're all out of Jamar yeah. Chase. It's going to be between right. Cajun and Josh. Good luck, guys. All right. <laughs> all right. So the next guy is probably going to command just as much money, and that is going to be Justin Jefferson, Mr. Jay Jetta, finishing at 24.4 points per game. Incredible season. Um, w- what can you say about him that you nobody uh, – Nobody doesn't know already. He was drafted number two. He finished number two in points per game. He's still young. He was yeah. a, he was uh, my number one receiver last year in every league, man. Yeah, absolutely. I said in genius, he should be the first guy off the board. I still feel like that. This guy is the best receiver in the game, and I don't think it's close. And he still really doesn't have a bona fide QB1 playing QB. Right. He has a Kirk Cousins that can find his playmakers and get the ball exactly. down the field. Yeah. And, and Kurt, you forgot to mention Cousins does a hell of a gritty. Yeah, he does a hell that. of a gritty. Yeah. He does a hell yeah. of a gritty. Who does a better gritty? Jamar Chase or Justin Jefferson? I was going to say Mike Jasicki. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely not. 128 catches on 184 targets. Wow. Yeah, no, he is. Uh, he gets force-fed the ball. He's incredible. I, I can't imagine he goes past number two. I could see, If someone said they want Chase ahead of him, um, if someone said they want Cup ahead of him, I'd look at him funny, but I would get it. Yeah. But uh, for me, Justin Jefferson is the number one receiver, yep. hands down, and I can't imagine he goes past number two wide receiver. Quick stat for all you guys. Josh, listen to this. Mm-hmm. Nine games over 30 points last year. Wow. That's good. Two games over 40. Wow. Jeez. I mean, literally, like every week you go in with Justin Jefferson. That's like having Josh Allen as the cheat code for the cheat, first half. You took the word season. out of my mouth. Yeah. You got a cheat code. He's a cheat code, man. Yeah. So can you tell me where – um. Jefferson and Jamar Chase went to college. Ooh, Tigers, baby. Death, yeah. Death Valley. Yeah. 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 You knew that. Yeah, yeah I did. did. I hope you I did. did. So, you guys are familiar with the auction draft? Yep. Right. What's the price difference going to be between Devontae Adams and Justin Jefferson just based on the name value? It should be It's going to be significant. It's going to be significant because of the age. The age. Yeah. Remember, Justin Jefferson is only 23. We, Without and we're talking about I, Dynasty Leagues, right? Dynasty right. Leagues. Yeah. Okay. I would assume right. Jefferson is going to have to go for somewhere in that $80 range. Wow. I don't know yet because, remember, we got to base it on a 340 and we haven't got to calculate, but he's going to be the high end, whatever it is. He is. I, I can see someone going up to $80. When you're in the thrill of the hunt and everyone's everyone's right. excited, yeah. back and forth, Ooh. back and forth, I can't lose to this dipshit. He's only 24. Yeah, and so yeah. you go $80 and you're feeling happy happy about it you're like mm-hmm. not i don't give a shit That's and the my best, guy for yeah. like the next 10 years the rest of my receivers are Devonte parker and jacoby myers and trent sherfield and you know you're getting you know a big bag of poo but you got Justin Jefferson God, to hang your hat but is on. Is that smart, man? Like you're spending like almost a third of your. That's a whole How much did you spend on Jamar Chase episode. in 21, bro? A lot of money. 70 bucks. A lot. You were up there. Yeah, yeah, like 70 bucks. I mean, so. if you want the guy, you got to spend the money. Right. There That's you it. go. He's, he's not so, gonna go for free. Yeah. Know. The most controversial and the last wide receiver that we're going to talk about tonight, and this one may take a minute, Cooper Cup finished as the number one wide receiver points per game. Come to Papa. He was drafted as the number one wide receiver. He is absolutely not going to go as the number one wide receiver this season coming up. So if you feel that he is going to be top five like Mr. Wilden does, let's go. He has wrote that guy so many fan letters. He yep. has cut 
locks of hair from his chest yeah, and absolutely. sent it to Cooper. Yeah. Vials of blood. It's yeah. really disturbing. But he Keep your ha- shirt on. Yeah. Uh, come on now. What is he doing? Jesus, oh, my gosh. Uh, you, no, he's going to show where he shaved off his hair. Beautiful. And that's what it is. That's, oh, my. Mike, that we, really, is... we, we want you to stop. <laughs> Nobody's asking for this. Yeah, you, you just keep going. You uh, please button them back up, please. You're making me uncomfortable. Take it, take it Jesus. all. Jesus. <laughs> so Cooper Cup finished you guys number one. Want to touch this? <laughs> nope, nope. I don't need to see your butthole. Too sexy for your I, don't, shirt. I don't know what. Why is he making mouth noises with? Bro, his you don't butt? shave your I don't ass. Oh man, what the no. hell's going on back there? Bro, put your pants back on. <laughs> so Cooper Cup finished at 25 and a half points per game this past season. Vinny, your best guess. Where does he finish? Look, I don't want to hate on this guy because I said, oh, there'll be regression. I, apparently, there's no regression. As long as McVay is a coach and Stafford is there, which uh, I still think is a big if because the way they talk about Stafford, it's like they're trying to prove to everybody they're really going to keep him. No, they, they are going to keep him this season. He's at right. $57 million locked in. Okay. So, so, and that's dead cap money. Okay. He's down. Wow. If they keep him, then I don't see why Cooper Cup still can't be the number one receiver. That's the only person Stafford throws to. Now, in Dynasty, are you spending top dollar on this guy? No. Maybe if you're going to build an old team and try to win right now. Right. But otherwise, it's hard to spend the kind of capital you would on a Justin Jefferson as you would a Cooper Cup that's had down two knee injuries and is 29 years old. He's, yeah, he's almost 30. But in redraft, go ahead, build around this guy. Don't let me stop you. I mean, there's nothing to show me. I mean, he came out of the gates last year, man. 36, 35, 16, 31, 32, 16, 22, 33. Yeah. Sounds like Justin Jefferson. Yeah. Okay, so where does he finish points per game? Give me your best guess. I don't know, 25? That's, 25. Why not? Josh? Give me a reason he won't. Um, He's going to finish uh, 21 points per game. Mr. Wielden, points per game, what's he got? 27. Okay, 27. Oh, so he's the number one no matter so, what. I mean, here's the real, are you drafting him as the number one wide receiver? Later. Oh, I love that. I love that you said that. It's almost like later, oh, as in later oh, in the first I round. Oh, I see what you're doing. <laughs> later, as finally, in the first round. Finally or? brought him around. Brought no, around. no. So, would you draft him over Justin Jefferson? No. Would no you way. draft him over Jamar Chase? Mm, even, even. No, no. That you can't say I take both. You got to do one or the other. Jamar Chase is on the board. Dynasty. I'll go. Yeah, Chase. Well, obviously, well, no. Yeah, and redraft. But we're talking redraft. But at the end yeah. of the day, uh, redraft. Yeah, you I take, would take him over Chase. Wow. Yeah. All right. I'm I hope you're all, in my draft. I'm yeah. taking all the young. I'm taking all the young guys yep. over Cooper Cup in terms of the surefire top fives. Like for me, Justin Jefferson over Cooper Cup, um, Stefan Diggs over Cooper Cup, Jamar Chase over Cooper Cup. But Cooper Cup is right there with them. There's just untapped upside on the younger guys right now. Whereas we've already seen the upside with Cooper Cup. I don't think he's doing any better than he's already done. Right. Yeah, he's he's right. not going to surpass that 2021 season. Right, I mean. In no way, shape, or form. Look at look at all of his seasons prior to he that. He was over 30 points a game that season, and he still finished at 25. He's had seasons over 20. So it's not like this is coming out of nowhere. Cooper Cup is still an elite receiver. Is he fully healthy? Is he going to be locked on through Stafford? Is Allen Robinson even with the team? What is Cam Akers doing? I mean, uh, I'm going to call him the Magnificent Seven, where you just can't go wrong. Cooper Cup, Justin Jefferson, Tyreek Hill, Stephon Diggs, Jamar Chase, C.D. Lamb, A.J. Brown. That's it. There you go. That's the list. You can't go wrong with any of those guys. Right. I'll give you that. Go ahead and build your team around one of those guys. I yeah. mean, sure, an injury could hit any of them, but injury aside, there's your Magnificent Seven at wide receiver, man. Okay. So Cooper Cup, we are going to give him a Josh top three 
do you just have you have them three or you have them a little bit lower? I have them top five. Top five, Vinny. Top five or top three? Yeah, top five. Top five. Top five. Top five. I'm just going to err on the side of youth, even in redraft, for those magnificent seven. Okay. I would want the younger guys with more upside there. Cup, I, I actually, Cup or Adams? Cup. Cup. Give me Adams. Woo. Whoa. Yep. That that's bold. I have more faith in Garoppolo than I do Stafford at the moment. I have more faith in Adams' health and consistency than I do in Cooper Cup at the moment. Now, that's if, a good point. if everyone plays a health. full season, hey, they're probably neck and neck. Hot take. Right. I think I have him number four. If I'm really being honest with myself, I have Jefferson and Chase one and two. Yeah. And uh, number three for me is going to be Stephon Diggs. Yeah, Adams uh, has done it season after season after season. Right. Coop's, Cooper Cup has literally, he's had seasons where he's going to make the jump. He did it. He's done it one season. Look at his stats. Yeah. He's done it one season. All right. Yeah, it was, he was one on, hell of a season. It was one, one. And this past season was also pretty I damn some good. Michael Thomas vibes out of him. Ooh, oh, wow. Yeah. He's not going to drop that far, but his best days are certainly behind him. Okay. Now, if, uh, I don't know, Tom Brady were to end up there, whole different story. But it's not going to happen. Okay. Well, there we go, guys. I cannot thank everyone enough for bearing with us for the month-long what it feels like time frame to go over these wide receivers it was a 110 minute episode so um it's about the length of a joe rogan podcast (laughs) (laughs) um however next week we are going into all the free agency moves we are going into all of them yeah every every single one of them let's do it even the uh yeah the worst ones next week four hour podcast four hour podcast We are going to be hitting on uh, most of the relevant free agent moves. We are going to be doing some draft talk. We're going to talk about uh, places for some of these guys to go. Uh, Mike is taking his pants off again. It's the weirdest thing. And he's rubbing his nipples. It's yeah. very odd. Uh, but we're going to talk about where some of these guys could be going. And a couple weeks after that, because the draft is going to be here before you know it, about three weeks from now, we are going to be talking about... Uh, I actually forget because Mike won't stop staring at me like a pedophile. It's the weirdest thing. We're going to talk about um, 2024 MLB draft picks. Oh, yeah. No, prospects. We, no, we are actually oh. going to be talking about projections for the season. So oh. we're going to have a preliminary projection sheet. Uh, we actually hope we get some emails and phone calls. We're going to have a guest with us on at least one of those weeks. And we're going to go over these projections and see how they feel because this is going to be cumulative. The entire group of us is going to come together and have projections for everyone to look at. Not all of them are going to be shared views. Some of them are going to be an actual average, and uh, someone's not going to agree because I know for a fact Wielden is going to pull those averages way up and way down on some of those guys. And uh, we're just going to have to deal with it, and that's what it is. That's the deal. That's the deal. So, guys, once again, thank you for listening, and we will be back to talk to you again next week. See you later. Bye, Alligator. Yeah,